to broaden your knowledge about world history, you'd need to learn about the past, present, and future via historical events and situations. Why not join Daily Ajewoli as he takes you through happenings around the world via his podcast, Tagged This, this Week in history. history. Rest assured, this podcast will enlighten you about happenings around the world in politics, technology, religion, culture, entertainment, and much more. This Week in History, a podcast with Daily Ajewoli. You don't want to miss an episode. History is not the past, but a map of the past, drawn from a particular point of view. To be useful to the modern traveler, history is the story of events with praise or blame. History is who we are and why we are the way we are. On that note, I welcome you to the maiden edition of my podcast, This Week in History. My name is Dilly Ajewali, and I'll be sharing with you events that transpired in the world history on a weekly basis via my podcast. So relax, and let's learn about world history together. Now, considering that this is month of March, I'll be sharing with you events that happened this week from the 13th of March to 18th March in world history. Before we dive in, what was March originally called? March was originally called Matius Mensis, simply means the month of war. The meaning of March comes from ancient Rome in Latin. It was called Matius Mensis or the month of Mars, the Roman god of war. March was the first month in the early Roman calendar because war would start again after the winter. Diving deep into the 13th of March in the year 1855, Caesar Alexander II, the ruler of Russia, was killed in the streets of St. Petersburg by a bomb thrown by a member of the revolutionary People's Will group. The People's Will, organized in 1879, employed terrorism and assassination in their attempt to overthrow Russia's czarist autocracy. They murdered officials and made several attempts on the Caesar's life before finally assassinating him on March 13th in the year 1881. As Caesar Alexander did much to liberalize and modernize Russia, including the abolishment of serfdom in 1861. However, when his authority was challenged, he turned repressive and he vehemently opposed movements from political reform. Ironically, on the very day he was killed, he signed a proclamation, the so-called Loris Melikov Constitution, that would have created two legislative commissions made up of indirectly elected representatives. He was succeeded by his 36-year-old son, Alexander III, who rejected the Loris Melikov constitution. Alexander II's assassins were arrested and the people's will was thoroughly suppressed. The peasant revolution advocated by the people's will was achieved by Vladimir Lenin's Bolshevik revolutionaries in 1917. Moving on to the 14th of March, in the year 1879, Albert Einstein was born. 
Albert Einstein, the son of a Jewish electrical engineer in Holland, Germany. Einstein's theories of special and general relatively drastically altered human understanding of the universe and his work in particle and energy theory helped make possible quantum mechanics and ultimately the atomic bomb. After a childhood in Germany and Italy, Albert Einstein studied physics and mathematics at the Federal Polytechnic Academy in Zurich, Switzerland. He became a Swiss citizen and in 1905 was awarded a PhD from the University of Zurich while working at the Swiss Patent Office in Bern. That year, which historians of Einstein's career called the Annus Mirabilis, the miracle year, he published five theoretical papers that were to have a profound effect on the development of modern physics. And the first of this, titled On a Historic Viewpoint Concerning the Production and Transformation of Light, Einstein theorized that light is made up of individual quanta that demonstrates particle-like properties while collectively behaving like a wave. The hypothesis, an important step in the development of quantum theory, was arrived at through Einstein's examination of the photo electric effect, a phenomenon in which some solid emit electrically charged particles when struck by light. This work would later earn him the 1921 Nobel Prize in Physics. In the second paper, he devised a new method of counting and determining the size of the atoms and molecules in a given space. And in the third, he offered a mathematical explanation for the constant erratic movement of particles suspended in a fluid known as Brownian motion. These two papers provided indisputable evidence of the existence of atoms, which at the time was still disputed by a few scientists. Einstein's fourth groundbreaking scientific work in 1905 addressed what he termed a special theory of relativity. In special relativity, time and space are not absolute but relative to the motion of the observer. Thus, two observers traveling at great speed in regard to each other would not necessarily observe simultaneous events in time at the same moment, nor necessarily agree in their measurement of space. In Einstein's theory, the speed of light, which is the limiting speed of any body having mass, is constant in all frames of reference. In the fifth paper that year, an exploration of the mathematics of special relativity, Einstein announced that mass and energy were equivalent and could be calculated with an equation e equals mc2 although the public was not quick to embrace his revolutionary science albert Einstein was welcomed into the cycle of europe's most eminent physicists and given professorship in zurich paraguay and berlin in 1916 he published the foundation of the general theory of relativity which proposed that gravity as well as motion can affect the intervals of time and of space. According to Albert Einstein, gravitation is not a force, as Isaac Newton had argued, but a curved, fueled in a springtime continuum created by the presence of mass, an object of very large gravitational mass, such as the sun, would therefore appear to wrap space and time around it, which could be demonstrated by observing starlight as it skirted the sun on its way to Earth. In 1919, astronomers studying a solar eclipse 
verified predictions hastened made in the general theory of relativity and it became an overnight celebrity later other predictions of general relativity such as the shift in the orbit of the planet mercury and the probable existence of black holes were confirmed by scientists in the year 1939 despite his long life pacific beliefs he agreed to write to president franklin b roosevelt on behalf of a group of scientists who were concerned with america in action in the field of atomic weapons research like the other scientists he feared so germany possession of such a weapon it played no role, however, in the subsequent Manhattan Project and later deplored the use of atomic bombs against Japan. After the war, it called for the establishment of a world government that would control nuclear technology and prevent future armed conflicts. In the year 1950, it published its unified field theory, which was quietly criticized as a failure. A unified explanation of gravitation, subatomic phenomena, and electromagnetism remains elusive today. Albert Einstein, one of the most creative minds in human history, died in Princeton in the year 1955. On the 15th of March in the year 1965, LBJ calls for equal voting rights on March 15, 1965. President Lyndon B. Johnson addresses a joint session of Congress to urge the passage of legislation guaranteeing voting rights for all. Using the phrase, we shall overcome, borrowed from African-American leaders struggling for equal rights, Johnson declared that every American citizen must have an equal right to vote. Johnson reminds the nation that the 15th Amendment, which was passed after the Civil War, gave all citizens the right to vote regardless of race or color. But states had defied the Constitution and erected barriers. Discrimination had taken the form of literacy, knowledge, or character tests administered solely to African Americans to keep them from registering to vote. Their cause must be our cause too, Johnson said, because it is not just Negroes. But really, it is all of us who must overcome the crippling legacy of bigotry and injustice, and we shall overcome. The speech was delivered eight days after violence erupted in Selma, Alabama. Civil rights leader John Lewis and over 500 peaceful matches were attacked while planning a match from Selma to Montgomery to register African Americans to vote. The police violence that erupted resulted in the death of a King supporter, a white Unitarian minister from Boston named James J. Reeb. Television news coverage of the event galvanized voting rights supporters in Congress. A second attempt to match the Montgomery was also blocked by police. It took federal intervention with the federalizing of the Alabama National Guard and the addition of over 2,000 other guards to allow the match to begin. To match to Montgomery, finally, the match to Montgomery finally began in March 21 with over 3,000 
participants under the glare of worldwide news publicity. The violence, however, continued just after the match was successfully completed on March 25th. Four Klansmen shot and killed Detroit's own maker, Viola Luizo, as she drove matches back to Selma. On August 6, 1965, Johnson signed the Voting Rights Act, which made it illegal to impose restrictions on federal, state, and local elections that were designed to deny the vote to black Americans. While state and local enforcement of the act was initially weak, mainly in the South, the Voting Rights Act gave African American voters the legal means to challenge voting restrictions and vastly improved voter turnout. In Mississippi alone, voter turnout among black voters increased from 6% in 1964 to 59% in 1969. In the year 1970, President Richard Nixon extended the provisions of the Voting Rights Act and lowered the eligible voting age for all voters to 18 years. In the year 1802, on March 16th, U.S. Military Academy was established. The United States Military Academy, the first military school in the United States, is founded by Congress for the purpose of educating and training young men in the theory and practice of military science. Located at West Point, New York, the U.S. Military Academy is often simply known as West Point. Located on the Iowa West Bank of New York's Hudson River, West Point was the site of a revolutionary era fort built to protect the Hudson River Valley from British attack. In 1780, Patriot General Benedict Arnold, the commander of the fort, agreed to surrender West Point to the British in exchange for £6,000. However, the plot was uncovered before it fell into British hands and Arnold fled to the British for protection. Ten years after the establishment of the U.S. Military Academy in 1802, the growing threat of another war with Great Britain resulted in congressional action to expand the academy facilities and increase the West Point Corps beginning in 1817. The U.S. Military Academy was reorganized by Superintendent Savannah Steyer, later known as the father of West Point, and the school became one of the nation's finest sources of civil engineers. During the Mexican-American War, West Point graduates fueled the leading ranks of the victorious U.S. forces and with the outbreak of the Civil War former West Point classmates regretfully lined up against one another in the defense of their native states. In 1877, the first African-American cadets graduated from the U.S. Military Academy and in 1976, the first female cadets were admitted. The academy is now under the general direction and supervision of the Department of the U.S. Army and has an enrollment of more than 4,000 students. On the 18th of March in the year 1852, Wells & Fargo start shipping and banking company. On March 18th in the year 1852, in New York City, Henry Wells and William G. Fargo joined with several other investors to launch their namesake business. Today, one of the world's largest banks, the discovery of gold in California in 1849 prompted a huge spike and the demand for cross-country shipping. Wells & Fargo decided to take advantage 
advantage of these great opportunities. In July 1852, their company shipped its first loads of freights from the East Coast to mining camps scattered around Northern California. The company contracted with independent stagecoach companies to provide the fastest possible transportation and delivery of gold dust, important documents, and other valuable freights. It also served as a bank buying gold dust, selling paper bank drafts, and providing loans to up for California's growing economy. In the year 1857, Wells, Fargo & Co. formed the Overland Mail Company known as the Butterfield Line, which provided regular mail and passenger service along the ever-growing number of routes in the boom and bust economy of 1850s. The company earned a reputation as a trustworthy and reliable business and its logo, Classic Stagecoach, became famous for a premium prize. Wells, Fargo & Co. would send an employee on us back to deliver or pick up a message or package. Wells, Fargo & Co. merged with several other Pony Express and Stagecoach lines in 1866 to become the unrivaled leader in transportation in the West. When the Transcontinental Railroads was completed three years later, the company began using railroads to transport its freights. By 1910, a shipping network connected connected 6,000 locations from the urban centers of the east and the farming towns of the Midwest to the ranching and mining centers of Texas and California and the lumber mills of the Pacific Northwest. After splitting from the freight business in 1905, the banking branch of the company merged with the Nevada National Bank established new headquarters in San Francisco. During World War I, the U.S. government nationalized the company's shipping routes and combined them with the railroads into the American Railway Express, effectively putting an end to Wells, Fargo & Co., a transportation and delivery business. The following April, the banking headquarters was destroyed in a major earthquake, but the vault remained intact and the bank business continued to grow. After two later mergers, the Wells Fargo Bank American Trust Company, shortened to the Wells Fargo Bank in 1962, became and remained one of the biggest banking institutions in the United States. Well, on that note, I've come to the end of this week's episode tagged This Week in History. I'm sure you must have learned one thing or the other. Endeavor to make it a day with me on the next episode. I remain daily ajewale. Do ensure that you live a life of legacy while alive. Bye for now. To broaden your knowledge about world history, you'd need to learn about the past, present, and future via historical events and situations. Why not join Daily Ajewale as he takes you through happenings around the world via his podcast, Tagged This, this Week in history. history. Rest assured, this podcast will enlighten you about happenings around the world in politics, technology, religion, culture, entertainment, and much more. This Week in History, a podcast with Daily Ajewale. You don't want to miss an episode.